on with the show. going on everybody it's another episode of the often imitated never duplicated voices of misery podcast and i'm one half your dynamic duel of nerds i'm the nerd and you are nerd out we've been saying it the same way now for how long how many years now we've had this opening down pat and sometimes i still flub it but today i got it right how the hell are you feeling i'm fine <laughs> me too it hasn't kicked in just yet but oh my goodness we have a lot to talk about here in the intro but i don't want to be rude because i am a very nice gentleman i'm a very no, nice boy you're not how the hell are you? What have you been up to? How was your uh, past couple of days? Uh, I didn't do much. We didn't leave the house, did we? Did we leave the house? I don't even know. I don't even know. know what fucking day it is. Me neither. Um, yeah, I don't think we... Yeah, I think it's just been watching TV. Mm-hmm. Um, caught up on all my regular shows like uh, Crime Scene Kitchen and Stars on Mars and stupid shit like that. Yeah. I finished uh, Cruel Summer and that was really good. And then I went back to Ray Donovan, and I'm on the end of season two of that. I'm surprised you've been watching that one. It's so good. Really? His family, it, it's so fucked up. I like <laughs> the so actor. Good. He always plays a pretty screwed up part, that guy, um, the guy who plays Ray Donovan. Yeah. Liev Schreiber, I think his name is. I don't know what the hell his name is, but it, it's a good show. I like it. Yeah, he always plays like a pretty decent part. So, uh, What is this one about again? He fixes celebrity problems? Yeah, like they have high-end clients, and he he fix if there's something goes wrong, something gets fucked up, he goes and and tries to fix the problem. But there's like so much more than that. Like his family's all fucked up. Like it's there's a lot of fucked up shit going on. Yeah. So it's not just like what his job is. He's that's just the type of character he's playing. Mm-hmm. That he he makes problems disappear, like go away. Sure. So. It's it's really good and a lot of funny moments. Like I'm out there, I'm laughing. My some of these one liners are just fucking hilarious oh to my me. God. So, well, I enjoy looks that. Looks pretty one. good. Yeah, I like that one a lot. It's I'm at the end of season two, it. and there's only like twelve episodes per season, so I'm gonna blow through this. Mm-hmm. It'll be done quick. Yeah, but at least it's keeping the keeping me busy. Just been watching, and it's not a rewatch. Yeah, for <laughs> once, know? it's not, not a rewatch. Um, and then I finished Cruel Summer, and I was completely wrong. So. What do you mean you were wrong? <laughs> I had a guess of who the, who the person was, and I was oh, fucking wrong. The, the bad guy. So yeah, like it, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I'm never fucking right. I guessed wrong last season too, so I don't know. That show is really good. I'm hoping it gets picked up for a third season. It's like a bunch of kids from what I saw. It is, but the storyline's really good. Like season one was um, was about a girl who. Now, mind you, this is a this is like two years ago. It's about a girl who disappeared, like just fucking disappeared. Mm-hmm. No one knew what the hell happened to her. She was gone for like a year, year and a half, or something like that. And uh, so she's gone, and like this other girl she was going to school with, like starts to become popular, or whatever, and ends up like replacing her almost in that circle of friends. Mm-hmm. And then this girl that disappeared all of a sudden is back. And she wants her place back. And you're trying to figure out. Well, what the fuck happened to her? Where was she? Hmm. Why was she gone? And did the girl who kind of replaced her in that group of friends have anything to do with it? Yeah, it was know. shady. It was like it. 
there's like twists and turns in this show. Hmm. And then the second one, this one, this season, because they're two, um, completely different stories each season. This one was about um, someone dies and you're trying to figure out who did it and why. And that, it was messed up, man. I'm, I'm like looking at you trying to figure this out, like, all right. It's just, it's a mystery that you're trying to solve. And there's like twists and turns and like it brings you one way and the next episode you start thinking of different It just sounds like a really a different weird thing. setup though for a kid's, I'm not saying it's a kid's show, but like no, it's a, not a, a show focused around kids. Like why would one kid care that much about popularity of this one friend group that they have to remove the child from the situation and take over their life? Is this person rich? Are they a celebrity? The kid who got replaced? Like what's the deal there? Why would someone want to do that? It was shady. I don't it know. Just make I haven't. Any sense. I never rewatched that season, yeah. and that was like literally two years ago. Are the parents in some? That's shit? what I remember about it. Hmm, okay. Is that the girl disappeared, and the whole thing was the girl that like ended up becoming friends with that popular group was a little shady herself, and like she was being quite. It was a whole freaking thing, and hmm. you're going through the timeline. They, in that one is three different years. Shit. So you start off where they're both still in the school. Then I think this uh, the other year was where she was the one girl was gone, and the other girl was gaining popularity. And then the third year she was back, hmm. and they were like it was a whole like in the whole time you're trying to figure out exactly what the fuck happened to this this and it was fucked up. So. It sounds fucked up. It was good. I'm like, not gonna whatever. I'm not gonna say it sounds like shit because who knows I'll probably watch it in about five or six years and love it so. Yeah, exactly. We'll so, see what happens. Listen, I watch good shit. Like, I, not every one is a home run. Superman yeah. and Lois fucking skip. But, like, some shows are I, really I fucking good. I said that from day one, Superman and Lois. I was like, yeah, no thanks. Like, that Cruel Summer is really, it has a lot of twists. And, like, yeah. I, like it makes you, like, I don't know. You change your mind, like, all the fucking time. Watching you think you know it, and you don't. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll add it to my little list of TV shows I got brewing here. What else you got going on? That's it. Um... Yeah, that's it. It was Cruel Summer. Not, I'm back to Ray Donovan. Oh, I do have Hijack. The The finale came out today. That's the Idris Elba one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really, really good. So I have that finale I'm going to watch probably tonight. Yeah. And then that's it. I got Big Brother that starts tonight, so I'll, I'll start that tomorrow. Hmm. But the first episode is always the fucking boring one. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. But uh, I think that's... I think that's it. But the I'm, adding, I'm adding those two to my little list here. They're good. I, I like yeah. them a lot. I'll sure. find I'll find something else. But this Ray this Ray Donovan is so good. That one looks good. It does. Like when I saw you watch it, I'm like, oh, I like that actor. And there is, I will say this because people are probably like, well, I wonder. I can't believe she likes that show. There there is sex because it is showtime, but it's quick. Oh my gosh. I can deal with that. Yeah. Okay, they're getting it on, but it's like maybe but it's, but it's ten not like seconds 10 and then minutes of just no. like you're watching a sex scene at that. It's point. not it's like that. Yeah. I can deal with this because I I know it's Showtime, so they got to show some mm-hmm. fucking nudity. I expected it, but like like I said, it's super quick and it goes on to the next scene, mm-hmm. and usually it plays a part in the storyline. Like you're yeah. seeing them screwing for a reason. That so, nudity seeping out into regular TV shows because the one I'm watching, I saw some titties in, it, and I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, yeah. well, that's not a cable. That's that's like cable show mm. but yeah that, so that's it mm. I'm, I'm actually watching good TV and I'm not Shit. bored well I have an <laughs> announcement to make because I watch a lot of stuff and I watch it all by myself so there you go I am taking the initiative now and I am even though I'm picking, I'm piggybacking off the things that you've watched mm-hmm. I'm still watching things by myself and that's something I've never done before I used <laughs> to only watch TV shows from like the 80s and 90s the 2000s stuff that I've already seen I'd know I've seen 100,000 times 
But over the past, like, you know, eight, nine months or so, I've been watching a lot of different TV shows. And now I'm, I'm getting myself into a routine that I think is going to carry me on to the day I die. Where, you know, you, you're young, you go out, you do a bunch of shit, you get into your 20s or whatever, you're playing video games and whatnot. And then after that's done, and we're at that stage now where we're not really doing the video games anymore. We're just kind of hanging out and trying to find what to do with our time. I'm seeing TV as a new outlet for me, and I've never liked it before. I was never a big TV person, but recently there have been some home runs, and I'm about to talk about a show that I was kind of on, on the fence about. I, I never really bashed it, because it does have a lot of elements, just based off of things that you've talked about, that I do like in TV shows and that I, I like watching. The show I'm going to talk about here, you're, a lot of people are going to roll their eyes and shake their heads, but Southland, I'm, I'm, I'm watching it. You can't say that. It's what? a yellow stone. For actual what? people that watch the show, it's about? yellow stone that he's watching. Oh, I'm about to blow everyone's fucking mind here because not only am I watching the show, I actually paid attention and kept notes, people, because <laughs> I am going down this new path of life. But how many, for people who, who yeah. have not watched it, because I, I remember when I started watching it, I have said it took yeah. me like three episodes, possibly four, before I actually got hooked. Yeah. But I kept trying because people kept saying how fucking good it was. And mm -hmm. everyone online was like, it's good, it's good, it's good. So I kept going. And then finally, like, now I can't. Like, I love it. And I'm pissed that it's ending. Yeah. But how long did it, like, it took you forever to get through that first episode. The first episode, I'm not going to lie, people. This one took about an hour and 45 minutes of, of runtime. And it took me about three to four days to watch one episode. So there you go. That's just... I mean, yeah, yeah it does take it's a bit before you get into it. Dude, the first episode, I cannot stress this enough. It's fucking boring. It sets the stage a little bit for what you're going to see. I mean, you can completely skip the first episode and go into episode two and be like, all right, I can get into this because it took me two episodes to at least start following the show and paying attention to what they're saying. And then somewhere in between the third and the fourth one, because I'm on episode five now. Like it clicked. It was like, all right, cool. I can watch this. And there was a scene where yeah. Kevin Costner's character is talking to this dude outside of a prison, and the guy runs down why he hates Kevin Costner and what he wants to do. I'm like, all right, cool. Now I have a clear outline of what they're going to do with the show. See, I knew it was something. Something hooked me. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I was, was like, that one scene. Okay. That one scene because it, it shows a lot of different things there, and it kind of like showed me what, what everyone was about in one scene. It's like, okay, so Kevin Costner's a powerful guy. He has a lot of connections. He's able to just show up at this prison and have the prisoner brought to him where he can threaten the guy. That's how much power he has. Okay, cool. But then the guy who's who's being threatened has a lot of power too. And he just got caught up in an unfortunate situation and he, he runs down Kevin Costner and what he wants to do with his ranch and his farm or his land or whatever. Why he hates him. He took our land. And I'm like, all right, cool. I can get behind this. I can get behind this because it's a realistic storyline. It's... It's different than things I've watched before. Recently, I've been watching nothing but, like, monsters getting killed and shit. So, it's a good change, but I do have a couple of gripes here. And number one is this woman uh, who I... I always called her uh, the drunk bitch on the show. The one with the I love her. I fucking yeah. love her. Beth. She's 50-50 with me, right? She's done some things where I'm like, this bitch is, 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 is all right. And then some other things where I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, I mean, she's ridiculous, and I'm glad someone I, punched her out. I fucking love her, yeah. and uh, like the, as the seasons go went on, I loved her even more. But like her relationship with her father cracks me up. She hates him. <laughs> it just and this show cracks me up, man. It, it explained why she's such a drunk 
bitch who looks like a lush in every scene she's in. It's because she fucking like did something horrible to her mom, and I blame her for that, just like the mom did. <laughs> I blame her completely. I saw the scene where what happened to her mom happened. I'm like, yeah, that's the kid's fault. <laughs> she's a fucking dumb little bitch who doesn't listen. And then you see her as an adult being the same exact thing she was as a kid, and she's just a mess, and she can't get over her fucking trauma. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not disliking her yet. I'm not liking her. She's just kind of there for me right now. Um, and I saw her titties and I'm like, wait a second, isn't this show on like regular cable? And you see this chick like taking a bath and like a, and like, we're like cow shit. She's in there taking a bath in this thing with her tits hanging out. I'm like, what the hell? It's on the Paramount channel, I think. Yeah. But it was on TV, wasn't it? Yeah. It's on TV. The Paramount Network. Mm. Not the Paramount Plus app. It's I I believe it's on Paramount Network. It's on some fucking cable channel. And late at night. Okay. I saw other gross things besides that woman's boobs. I saw a cattle being birthed, which was horrific and just, I mean, it's, it's something I wish I could take back. <laughs> of all the things I forget, and my memory's been really bad recently, I've been forgetting like entire conversations, days, things that I've done. I can't forget this damn cat being born. It was just the nastiest thing I've ever seen. One other thing I didn't like was there was this... All right, so there's a character who I really do like in this show, and I don't know his name, so I'm just going to call him Dr. Death probably until this, the fucking show ends. In this character, he's the first three episodes, there's been a killing in each one. This guy's been involved with it. And he's been three different types of killings, so I'm just going to call him Dr. Death because wherever he goes, someone seems to fucking die. So the first kill was a purposeful kill. His brother got killed, and he shoots the guy, like, execution style, and he does... Something that only he's apparently capable of doing, and he like shoots the guy in like a circle and like puts an exclamation point and like, like a bullseye shot in the middle, and they're like, only one person can make this fucking shot. Which means not only is this guy Dr. Death, he's also a fucking moron, because why would you execute, kill, style somebody with the precision that he you know executed? You would think that like a real hitman or someone who knows how to kill people the right way would be like, maybe I'm not going to do this one so clean so it doesn't come back on me, you know what I mean? So he kills this guy. The second episode... They're just fucking... He's just driving down the road with his, with his like, cute little girlfriend who I fucking hate. This little, like, Native American bitch who's, like, completely fucking annoying. Oh, you're talking about Casey. She, she like, lays on the couch all day when the guy shows up. She's like, where have you been all day, like, holding her fucking robe? I don't like those characters in TV shows. I don't like this woman so far. But Dr. Death fucking driving down the road with her, having a family moment. A fucking building explodes right next to him, and the guy fucking stops, and he has to be nosy. So he gets out the car, knowing he's already wanted for murder. He gets out with his gun in hand. Like, dude, you have a gun, there's an explosion. What the fuck are you going to do? He sees, like, a body just laying there, like, suffering fucking severe burns, and the guy's missing a leg, and the guy's like, kill me. So what does Dr. Death do? He fucking blows the guy away. And the third episode, what the fuck? Oh, it was like an accidental death. He's, like, he's fucking trying to help some, like, little girl who's being, like, trafficked by some fucking dude. Lasso's the guy, and I've never seen a lasso on a TV show. Catch the guy, and the guy fucking falls. He was trying to catch the guy. His head falls, he hits a fucking brick or something and dies. This guy kills people by accident, purpose, <laughs> mercy, mercy kills. He's Dr. Death for me, and I, I like him a lot. I was thinking it was one person. No, I like this guy a lot. He's, he's, he's by far else. head and shoulders above the other people so far on the show. He's, he's my favorite character so far. Um, <laughs> but they did a lot of cool things. Like, like, they got Dr. Death out of a murder because they, like... Exhumed the body that he, of the person he killed, and had him cremated, or some shit. So I'm like, that was a really fucking cool idea, and it further shows how the family's got all the power and the influence, and whatnot. One other character I fucking hate, and I already know his arc. This character named Jimmy, who's like a farmhand. For some reason, he got the brand of this, of these. these you got these guys. They're like real men. They're like cowboys. They're doing, and you got this complete fuck up on this show. Who would like? 
I mean, he would be like the Screech, the Urkel character of the show. He, the guy can't even put his fucking cowboy boots on right. He, he, he looks ridiculous. He looks like Marty McFly from Back to the Future 3 when they're like, what the fuck's this guy doing? He's like, my name is Eastwood. My name is Clint Eastwood. Or uh, Jimmy. You're being such so a mean. Bitch of a character, this guy. The guy can't even break a horse, right? I don't know how or why he's in this position. Everyone openly makes fun of him. It gets explained. Every single th- yeah. question you have does get explained. Hopefully not on this intro here of the show. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to find Yeah, like er, yeah. Er, er, all the questions get answered. Yeah, I don't know why this guy's there. I'm thinking like they might have killed his parents by accident. And they took pity and took him in. Like, Kevin Costner took this guy in for a reason. He's trying to help him out, but the guy's hopeless. Um, <laughs> every, everyone's trying to help this guy out. Either one of two things are going to happen. He's going to be the character that everyone roots for. He gets killed mid-season or he becomes a hero, does something really awesome and saves someone's life and dies in the process and oh he, he wasn't such a klutz you see he's capable of learning that's going to be his storyline don't tell me people but yeah I really do like this show so far I am going to so far I mean I would say I'm going to finish the season and see where it goes uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to commit to saying this show is the greatest thing ever but it is pretty good so far I do enjoy it that's another one though where it's only like 10 episodes a season or something no, like that fuck right? that I, I, I'm making I am making it all the way through the cowgirl. <laughs> I got, I got, I got to see Hassie Harrison. Man. I love that woman. She is something else. I, I am making it to her. She's season three somewhere in season three. I'm making it to her. I don't care if the show sucks. She's the reason why I put this fucking show on. I'm making it to her. I'm, I'm, I'm making it to cowgirl. Good. Some people probably want you to just put the episodes that she's on on there. It's just not fun. I'm, I'm gonna torture myself to get to the satisfactory part. But so far, this show's really good, though. I mean, if I had to give it, like, an early review, I'd have to say it gets a, a huge thumbs up from me so far. It's really interesting. and Good. I'm glad it yeah. gave you, you gave it a chance. Yeah. Anyone else who hasn't tried it, it definitely takes a few episodes. So at least you agree good. with me. I like your way of thinking. So anyone who hasn't seen this show yet, I'm on episode five, and I'm taking it kind of slow. So if you want to get caught up, send me an email or a message or whatever. We mm-hmm. could watch this shit together, man. I'm really enjoying this show. So I... Uh, and I have a very hard time, like, understanding sometimes what the fuck I'm watching because I get a little too much <laughs> high sometimes, as can be attested. So let me know. Seriously, I'm, I'm really liking the show. And I got some other things. I have a whole list of shit here. I got that TV show you just said, the Ray Donovan one. I'll be getting into that, too. So I'm just trying to, like, keep myself productive and not sitting around not doing anything. I'm sick and tired of fucking playing. And the video game thing, I'm 41 this month. I don't want to do that. I'm just bored with it. I'd just rather... I have a massive backlog of TV shows I've never watched. Yeah. Might as well just start digging into this stuff. And it's actually kind of enjoyable for me. It gives me something to do. I did watch Resident Evil, a movie, Death Island, it's called. It's one of those animated movies where it looks just like a cutscene from the video game. It, it was fun. Nothing special. It, it was okay. I mean, if you're a Resident Evil fan, you'll probably like this. I'm not really going to get too much into it. There was a, a DC comic book movie called War World, which was fucking awful. Don't ever watch it unless you like these, like, what-if scenarios. I don't like those. I fucking hate them, man. I did see, um, and I know this is not DC, this is Marvel, but I did see the trailer for Loki uh, Season 2. I am so fucking pumped. Oh, good. good. I am so fucking pumped for that goddamn show. I, I have waited for, it feels like 10 years for that freaking season yeah. to come out. <laughs> That's coming out soon. So you know, the kid I like from uh, Karate Kid is doing Blue Beetle, a movie. I, I just saw the preview for like, that. Why, man? I'm like, why? Do, I was wondering why you kept bringing up Blue Beetle the last few episodes. I'm like, what? I don't understand. Does every fucking character need one? Is Ambush had, Bug next? I had no idea. 
Ooh, ambush bug. Fucking Titanic <laughs> Trenton is he next? I mean, what the fuck with I these people? I had no man? idea there was a Blue Beetle movie coming out until yeah. yesterday when I saw the trailer. And I'm like, oh, God. Guys, did you see the new trailer for that Lana Lang movie? I mean, holy fuck, Lana Lang. I mean, it's, it's only going to be about her and how she grew up. And it's, it's going to take place after Clark left to go to Metropolis. It's going to be only about Lana. Like, what the fuck are, what is up with these shows, man? I'm so over these superhero fucking bullshit shows. That's why, another reason why I'm trying all these other different things. I'm sick of the bullshit I normally watch. I fucking hate superhero movies now. Never thought I'd ever say those words out loud, but I fucking hate every one of them now. Even ones I used to like, I go back and I hate them now because I see what they fucking led up to. We got fucking The Avengers Janitor gets a fucking movie, like 10-part movie. Where he's the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What the fuck with these people? Now let me get to the one. Wait, wasn't he watching another show? On yeah. Monday? Wasn't he watching? Westworld. Oh, yeah, okay. Absolutely fucking loved season one. As much as I loved season one, I hated the rest. It was just not what I wanted in the show, not what I thought it was going to be, not what I expected. The only good thing was that one actress that I'm fucking really fond of, I just can't remember her name right now. Evan Rachel Wood's her name, okay? Just just popped in my head. Big fan of her. She was excellent. Um, Other than that, the fucking show itself was god-awful. Two, three, and four. This was a conspiracy theorist wet dream. If you're into, like, oh, the fucking robots are going to take over the world, man. Like, if you're one of those people, you're going to fucking love this shit. Eventually, they will take over the world, I'm sure. But I don't want to see this shit. It's very depressing when you see this fucking show. Because that's kind of, like, where society's headed. And it ain't going to happen in our lifetime. But it'll happen, I'm sure, eventually. I was hoping that this show would have been better. And, and I'm sure someone's going to have an opinion out there. Uh, this is a very popular show. People love it. And it, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. But I was hoping that the show would have been season one, every season, but a different version of it. Where, like, you have this park where... And it was made... Thanks to our friend Scott told me this. By the same guy who made Jurassic Park, which makes a lot of sense because I did draw those comparisons when I compared the show. I'm like, it feels like Jurassic Park Total Recall and something else because of the theme park idea. So thanks for that because it, it, it was written by the same guy, apparently. But I was hoping that after they, they did the cowboy thing the first season, I was hoping, like, maybe the lab would have crashed or they would have lost some of these robots. And they are like, let's do a different theme park for part two. Kind of like how you've got Universal Studios. You've got your certain theme park attractions here, certain ones here. I was hoping they would have done, like, maybe, like, a like 16th century theme or, like, Victorian theme or whatever. Make something different. So each season you've got a different backdrop, different settings. Like, maybe, like, hey, you guys ever want to be out in space? You can be astronauts or whatever the fuck. I don't care. Like, out at sea, you go to this park and you're on a big ship and different things. (laughs) Anything different. I was hoping it just would have been different. They wrote out the same robots every fucking season, every episode, the same people. And it just became so fucking stupid. It was like, okay, one secret trumps the last secret. There's this one guy, Mr. Fucking Confused Bernard, who just walks around with this one facial expression. He's upset, he's happy, he's sad, he's mad, he's having an orgasm. The guy has the same fucking look on his face. He's just confused and stupid looking. Would you rather that face, or would you rather Marcel with his smiling... Oh, smiling motherfucker. I'd rather have him. I'd rather have him, because at least he's talking to Rebecca when she was hot and when he was doing it, so at least I can Smiling, whether he's pissed off or happy or sad, he's smiling. Man, come on, man. Let me get a dollar. Maybe I'll pay you a fuck back, but man, that's exactly what he reminds me of. But no, this show was... uh, 
it, it was all right. I, I can see the appeal of it. It just wasn't for me. Like I said, every secret trumps the last one. So there was this one scene where that fucking guy's like, man, I'm the top robot. And then this other robot comes in and is like, well, I uploaded the thing that made me stronger than you. And then in two episodes, well, I had a secret thing put inside of you that made you less stronger than me when you activated your... I'm like, what the... F-? It just got too fucking confusing. And I just, I just tuned the fuck out. Once a show loses me, it loses me for good unless you fucking do something special to bring me back. I'm happy it's over with. I kind of skipped through the rest of the seasons. I, I, I was like skipping parts, like huge chunks of episodes just to see what was going on. And if anything caught my eye, I would play it. But I, I would finish an episode in like 10 minutes if that, and then I would just skip to the next one. And then I watched the finale, most of it, maybe like a quarter of it. And I was just like, okay, satisfying, done. Fucking hopefully the show never comes back. And they were rumoring another season of that show, which I will not partake in. If they do it, because it just it just wasn't very good. I mean, like the it's, it took place in the theme park. The robots eventually get out and they're causing havoc in the real world. And it's like, all right, I've seen this fucking movie a million times. You had a good idea for something different. You should have fucking kept it different. They they escalated shit way too quick. <clears throat> Season one could have been at least two and a half, three seasons long before they went to that climax. And just keep it in the park. I I, I like to see people's innermost bad guy come out and that was what the appeal for me was was seeing like people go to this park they're all happy and excited and then they get involved in the story and then their true humanity comes out or you know their fucking evil insides where they're raping the women they're smacking them around they're killing other people in the park and you see like hey you came in as a nice guy you put a gun in your hand and now you're showing your true self kind of like how COVID unveiled the real scumbags in this world I like that about Westworld and they just completely fucking got rid of it in the second season so this show sucked I, I, I couldn't recommend it to anyone in good conscience because it's like the first one hooks you and then the rest is fucking like, what the f- Like, it, it, it sucks you in and spits you right out. So, other than that, though, I've got nothing else, man. I've, I haven't been really doing much of anything besides watching a lot of shit and working. And uh, it's August. Can you believe it's fucking August 2nd? We are the final month of the <clears throat> summer. One kid goes back to school next week. Yeah. So. I am excited for our it. Our summer's fucking over. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's tell people what they can do with themselves because we're going to make it to Friday and we're only a couple days away. All right. Today is August 2nd. It's Dinosaur Day, National Coloring Book Day, and National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. August 3rd is Clean Your Floors Day, Grab Some Nuts Day, Hmm. and National Watermelon Day. Well, I got some nuts. You is nasty. And they ain't getting touched. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Go fuck off with that shit, man. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Wow, those are some fantastic days of the week. Listen. I love them. But you know what? My excitement's feigned. We do have someone out there with real genuine excitement that really does love this segment. And of course, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your favorite sponsor of the show, our friends over at Built Bar. They wanted me to let you know they really love this segment, and I know that you know that, and how much they appreciate you. And guess what? They appreciate our listeners so much that they brought back the white cookies and cream bar and the white coconut bar. Only 140 calories in each one and 17 action-packed grams of protein in every bar. So you can start your pre-workout having a protein bar. You can even put the shake down. Just have this bar. that'll be good enough to keep you working out all day long and getting healthy. These things are amazing. You could have two or three and still be under your macros for the day if you're doing the keto thing. I love them. They're delicious. And they really love you and your segment. Go to Built.com. Use your code VOM show to save 15% and get free shipping on any mother freaking order. Ready to get some uh, some topics here? Or you want to do the Florida man birthday story first? Do, do it. Do it in order, man. Do I'm feeling the birthday. crazy today. I want to do things out of order. I want to do things out of order. 
But no, you're probably right. Let's do it. Today's August 2nd, which means someone's celebrating a birthday out there today, and Florida Man has got your back, as well as the Voices of Misery podcast. This Florida man is really set in his ways because he was jailed after a dispute over a hedgehog, which led to armed confrontations with his victim. What the fuck is a hedgehog? I just know Sonic. They're cute. They, I just know Sonic. What the fuck is a hedgehog? They're not fast. Aren't they the, aren't they the cute little... They're the cute little things, aren't they? I don't know. I, I, I can't... The only... I think a hedgehog, I think of Sonic immediately. I no, think Sonic. it doesn't look like Sonic. No, that's all I... I mean, I, I know it doesn't have those cool little red shoes. Hedgehog. Whatever the fuck it does. I'm looking. Well, while you're looking, a Florida man was arrested on aggravated assault. Oh, yeah, assault. see? They're, they're cute. Let me see it. That's exactly what I was thinking. I didn't it is adorable. It. Holy shit. But what, what's all... Are those, like, spikes on his back? You picked all the motherfucker up. Does it hurt you? I don't know. This person's holding it. It looks like a little ball. Yeah, yeah but he's also wincing in pain. No, these are cute. <laughs> All right, so Florida man was arrested on aggravated assault charges after he allegedly armed himself with a machete and a baseball bat. So what the fuck? Was he like dual weapons? Like, was he like a two-hander? Like a, like Elder Scrolls Online, he could put down the one-handed weapon for a two-handed weapon or some shit? He, he was uh, fighting with his son about a hedgehog, so the fight was with his son. Homer Stacy II, uh, the, the second, he was 53 years old, he was... Walking outside his Green Acres home on Sunday, pushing a wheelchair with a baseball bat and a machete on the seat because his weapons are handicapped, apparently, when, uh, when deputies arrived. When deputies asked Stacy why he had the items, Stacy said they were for his protection. Stacy claimed that he had just walked over to tell his son to come and get the hedgehog he left at his home. As deputies were questioning Stacy, he went back and forth between being cooperative to being belligerent, so he was probably drunk. He was placed in the back of a deputy's car, but began screaming when he saw his son, who he threatened to kill. So just the mere sight of his son elicited so much rage and anger that he dropped the act in front of the police and just went full-on, like, fucking murderous. You don't have any family members where that would that would come out of you? No, there's a lot of people that would, but not family members. Family members are this ghost and family members. I got, I got people. That I'd, I'd say bye. The mere sight of them, man, yeah. it, a switch would be flipped. <laughs> Actually, people I haven't met, to be honest with you, are the ones I would probably see and have that kind of uh, vitriol for it like the people that are causing people to stay locked in their homes shit like that take this shot those people would elicit that kind of reaction from me but not people because people that you know on a daily basis you could just not talk to them and and that's just the way it goes you say goodbye and there's no fucking reason to me that's that's more devastating than killing somebody by letting them live knowing you don't give a fuck about them I think that's the best way to to do it that like that that's my revenge in life that's why I ghosted every fucking person but yeah, this Florida man's a real scumbag, and he was booked in jail on two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. <clears throat> Remained in jail without bond. So yeah, there you go. There's your Florida man story, and definitely drunk because I mean, I just don't understand why they have the weapons in a car. You would think he would just like put them in like his like the arm of his jacket or some shit like a normal fucking psycho would do, right? Maybe it weighs the jacket down. Maybe. How heavy were the weapons? It must have been <laughs> some blunt ass weapons from the walk around in a fucking cart. So I got some good topics today. Do you have anything good or are you going to piss me off today with these things? Um, you know what? We like to piss each other off. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's what it is. Well, I'm about to ask you one question. Oh. This police officer asked his friends. He wanted to know if he's wrong. <laughs> and so Ohio officer who released a police dog on a black man defends himself on body cam video. I see you shaking your head. What do you think about this story? I know it's been all over the place. I've been asked about this, and it's the first I'm speaking about it. I didn't. Well, I, I scrolled right past that. <laughs> just over it. I, whatever. I didn't read the article. I just I 
just read the title and I just kept going. All right, so I so don't really tell, please know. tell me what happened because I really, I honestly don't know. I stay away from these fucking articles <clears throat> now, man. People yeah, send so them in, or, or, or like they'll at me on Twitter, and I'll read it, and I'll be like, all right, this is good for the show, and I'll do it, and I won't read it really. Like, until give the me show. food news. Let me stay safe. <laughs> well, here we go. Well, you might want to stay away from the food nowadays. They're poisoning that with mRNA. <laughs> God. So the Ohio police officer who was fired after releasing a police dog on a black man with his hands raised appeared to defend his actions in the immediate aftermath of the incident, according to new body camera footage. Now, a lot of people that are seeing these videos now, because these videos are all over the place, you always, oh, a defenseless black person gets something happening to him, like a fucking cop shoots them or does something, or, or a dog gets released like in this one, or like a knee on the back of the neck, and people are always so quick to blame the cops. I, I, I used to, like, years ago, when you see these, oh, how, how the fuck can the cops do this? You believe what you see. But over the past couple of years now, we're basically taught now that things that you see and hear probably aren't the right truth. So you got to make sure you get all the details. That's one, another reason why I stay away from these articles here. But this one does seem to be pretty full here. And the video, which is included in the article, which was captured by fired Circleville Police Department officer Ryan Speakman's body camera, shows the moment Speakman unleashed the police dog on Jadarius Rose, who was pulled over on July 4th because a semi-truck was missing a mud flap. This is all over a mud flap? Yeah. But there's more to it, obviously. I mean, they pulled yeah, over because of say, mud flap. Yeah. yeah, They can pull you over for a lot of different things that you don't even realize. Like, you got your air freshener in the back window. Like, that's another thing, I, I apparently... Yeah, because you can't see. Right? Yeah, anything that obstructs yeah. it. And people with those fucking troll dolls and stickers on the back of their windshield, you can get pulled over for that, too. Yeah. You're not supposed to have anything obstructing your, your line of sight, which I appreciate. To be, I appreciate that, because I've seen some cars on the road. It's like, how can you see out the back windshield? How can you see through all that shit? You got newspapers, you got boxes, yeah. you, you got a fucking newborn baby sleeping in the bassinet on that bitch. <laughs> like, what the fuck is with these people down here, man? But anyway... When the footage speakman can be seen arriving on the scene and immediately shouting, get on the fucking ground or I'm going to send the dog as he gets out of his police vehicle and unloads the dog from the back of the car. You're going to get the fucking dog. Get on the ground or you're going to get bit, he shouts. He warns Rose two more times. I'm going to stop there and repeat it. He warns Rose two more times yeah. before saying, final chance you're going to get bit. So he gets out the car and says it once, says it two more times, and then the final chance you're going to get bit. That's four warnings that I've read here. Right. Unless my counting's wrong. Can we call the accountant to make sure I'm counting correctly? How quick were these warnings, though? I mean, was you got to figure. Multiple, like, like, I don't know. you got to figure the rapid fire. Cop get out the car. Get, get on the ground. You, you know how they do it. Did he have enough time to get on the ground, or was he literally just standing there, like, no, refusing to get on the ground? I don't think this guy had very good parents, because he did not get on the ground like that <laughs> rap song told just... him to. Get on the ground, is that what they say? But Noah, you're supposed to get your ass up off the floor, not on the ground. So maybe that's why. I mean, the lyrics confused him. So the police dog can be seen biting into Rose's arm as a 23-year-old screams, please get it off me. Rose appears to shout that he plays football as he implores authorities to call off the dog. What does that have to do? I play football. Get him off me. He needs his arm. He needs Well, he also needs common sense because, I mean, after four, get on the grounds. And you're going to get bit. You're going to get bit. I mean, I, I understand there's that initial moment of like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? You got people screaming at you. You got sirens. You got a lot of excitement. Maybe like two. You, you might not hear the first one. Then you hear the second one. Then you're like, what, what do I do? By the third one, and you see that dog snarling, and you see the guy's grip loosening on the fucking collar, maybe you get on the ground. Mm -hmm. 
The best advice anyone can ever give you is when the police are pulling you over, asking you questions, you fucking cooperate. Even if you want to fight it, you don't fight it in that moment. You fight it in court because you want to be alive, right? Yeah. People just, people are so fucking stupid nowadays. They want to argue over everything. Like you're getting pulled over. Cops don't just fuck with you to fuck with you. A lot of the times it just, it doesn't happen. It's a misconception that the media wants you to believe is something that happens all the time. Cops don't just pull over random people because they feel like it. It's not... Think about this. Cops are doing a job. You're doing a job right now as you're listening to the podcast, and a customer walks in right now. Do you want to turn the podcast off or do you want to keep listening? Do you want to go help that motherfucker's problems? No, you're probably like, I don't want to fucking help them. I'm sure cops may probably see some shit. They drive right past it because they don't feel like doing it. They probably let a lot of shit slide that they don't have to, right? So you got to figure, if they do pull you over, they probably mean business, right? So you fucking cooperate. So anyway, uh, the guy tells, tells him he plays football. He's not Al Bundy. He didn't say he scored four touchdowns in a game. But it appeared it took authorities over half a minute to remove the dog, and Rose can be seen crying out in pain shortly after with his arm bloody. In a separate video released by the State Highway Patrol, Rose could be seen in front of troopers with his hands in the air before Speakman released the dog. A trooper could also be heard repeatedly warning the officer not to release the animal. Do not release the dog with his hands up, a trooper is heard yelling multiple times before the dog's released. Mm. It is not clear whether Speakman heard the trooper. So I mean, that changes it. That's certain. That changes it a little bit, man. I mean, he was told not to do that. Well, he's telling him to get on the ground. Why does he have a dog, anyways? I thought mm-hmm. those were like for special instances. They they bring them out. No, not all the time. Not just a random pull someone over on the side of the road. You never seen a canine unit car? I have, but I thought they were used for certain things. I didn't think yeah. th- those cops with those cars with a fucking dog are are just doing traffic stops. That just seems weird. Unless he was in the area, because I've, I've seen them with their dogs, like, out I can see if, so, if a cop pulls someone over, and they're suspicious that they, there might be some drugs or something yeah. in the car, and they call for backup, okay, get a canine unit over here, and then a dog shows up to do something. I just didn't think that those... Some guys just drive around with their dogs doing their normal shit without a reason. They just have their dogs, like, they just build that bond with them and shit. Yeah, that's, see, that's weird to me. I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. But following the incident, because everyone was up in arms about this, this is where there's more to the article. Mm-hmm. So following the incident, Speakman can be heard appearing to defend his decision to release the canine. I don't know why they seem like pissed off at me. He can be heard telling another officer who responds, I don't know. He didn't comply, Speakman says. I gave him three commands. I counted four. I told him, final warning, if you don't get on the ground, you're going to get the dog. I don't know why they seem mad at me for, he says. He wasn't complying. I mean, am I wrong? No, the colleague responds. So the July 4th incident began after a motor carrier enforcement inspector with the State Highway Patrol tried to stop Rose because the semi-tractor trailer he was driving was missing a left rear mud flap. Troopers deployed tire deflating devices called stop ticks twice before Rose's vehicle came to a stop. So this guy... This guy was already an issue. He was already a fucking problem. He wasn't stopping. Why was he not stopping? On a holiday. Why was he not stopping? You know? Where there's enough drunk people out there. Do you blame this cop for thinking this yeah. guy might have something on him if he's not stopping? Yeah, you, you, that's you, weird. Have, you have to stop his fucking. You, you have to physically stop the vehicle to make this man stop. So anyway, a 911 caller who appeared to be Rose told a dispatcher that he was afraid officers would kill him. So you called the police to tell him you're afraid to stop because you're afraid of the police. You fucking pussy. In a second call to 911 in another county, a caller was advised to roll down a window, according to audio from the call. I did that the last time, and all of them had their guns pointed at me. Do you think I feel safe, the guy said. 
So anyway, this guy was so afraid of the cops and, and the bullshit that the media put in his head. Let's just say, hypothetically, that this is true and this guy does believe the cops are going to kill him. Why call the cops for help, though? Why call the cops for help? And where did that, uh, that where did that notion come from in the first place that cops are out to get every young black man? He's 23 years old. He's an idiot. He fucking watches CNN, I'm sure. He reads the, the newspaper and he gets all his information from them. He probably thinks this is true. There, there's a good possibility of that. So anyway, this guy is obviously, you know, being suspended without pay. He's probably going to get terminated. They're probably going to dox him, and his family's going to be living yeah, in fear for the fired. rest of their lives. Yeah, this is some bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, he was fired. Okay, so yeah, I'm going further down here. He was fired. But still, he is trying to fight it now. And, uh, of course, this article is basically about how bad police are and how terrible they are. But just from what you've heard, both sides of the story, you've heard the whole thing now. I mean, they couldn't pull the guy over. He wouldn't pull over. Then he wouldn't get yeah. on the ground. I like. I know his his hands were up. Who cares? But like, he's he's not complying with anything that they're saying. So. You haven't complied. So that's four verbal commands from the cops, and there were multiple attempts to pull him over while he was on the road. I mean, I, Why I, the I'd rather fucking get dog? Bit. I'd rather get bit by a dog than tased. I don't know, man. I'd rather get bit like a I'm bite. I'm still saying we need the the trank gun for people. <laughs> Yeah, at least I can get high and wake up and we'll do right. Just go around tranking everybody, man. Just Jesus. I don't know, man. I I mean, after you hear all the facts, I mean, you you only hear that first part is what people were basing their reactions on on the internet. Of course, you see that and you're like, wow, he sucked the dogs on him, and the guy was telling him not to. Of course, this cop's a bad cop. But then you hear more. Okay, so this guy was evading arrest. He he just kept going, and he called the cops, and he said he was too afraid to stop. So he just kept going, blatantly ignoring the fact he's being chased by police at this point, and we're trying to stop his car for a reason. Any person who's up to good intentions, oh, well, the cops are after me. I know I'm not doing anything wrong, so I'm going to pull over and comply. That's the first thing you do. Obviously, you're up to some something wrong. I mean, you're fucking evading police. So I don't have any sympathy for this guy. I... I, I just don't know why we live in a world now where the police are going to be afraid to do their jobs only with a certain sect of people. Only with a certain group of people. So police can do any amount of violence towards white people or any other nationality. But you look at the story, it's always police after a black, a black, a black. Always, every time. So it's like if, if you're a cop and you're going into your first yeah, shift at work. White, how many white guys have been bit by canine dogs? I'm sure tons, but they don't talk about it. Like, this story, this particular story... Listen, how much fucking cover is the media going to do over this kind of shit? The guy resisted know. arrest. I don't know, man. Prior to being restrained after they had to blow out his fucking tires for requests by the police officer for this guy to get on the... I don't care if you have your hands up. He's telling you to get on the fucking ground, you piece of shit. Yeah. Your ears work, you fucking moron. You, you, you comply, and then you fight it in court. You wouldn't have gotten bit. If he would have gotten on the ground, I, I would bet my life on it. This guy would not have sick the dogs on. This wasn't a racist motive. The cop's not racist. You see some fucking moron. You go ahead and speed. I don't care. Speed down the highway and then evade arrest and see how the cops treat you when they finally stop your car by putting fucking road tax on the, on the street and get you down. Find out what happens to you. If anything, these cops probably showed restraint because of the guy's nationality. Like, oh, we're going to get fucking arrested. I mean, what do you do? If you're a cop and you show up to like a woman getting beaten or something happening, and you're like, "Oh, the fucking the fucking assailant's a black guy. I can't fucking arrest him. I, I don't want to lose my job." I mean, like seriously, they're going to start second guessing, and bad things can happen. Yeah. You make the police afraid to do their job, and bad things are going to happen. This article is complete bunk and it's complete bullshit. This guy should have been thrown in jail. This <laughs> cop should have been like, "All right, well, you fight." Like maybe next time the guy's got to like you use it as the teachable moment. Maybe was the guy wrong? I don't think so. You're telling the guy to do one thing, he's not doing it. 
after evading police. Can we not forget that part? He fucking took the police on a chase. Fuck this guy. I'm, I'm so sick of this shit. I'm so fucking... You're making the police afraid to do their jobs. And empowering a bunch of fucking evil fucking villains out there that are like, okay, well, fuck it. They're not going to stop me. And this guy played the race card. He probably knew he was up to no good. It was like, oh, I can play the race card. Let me call the cops. It's probably the fucking quickest thing you could think of. Yeah. Tell, tell them I'm afraid because it works for everybody else who does it. Get the fuck out of here. So let me get the other one. It's going to piss me off out of the way here. So this one was actually brought to my attention right before we fucking uh, <clears throat> recorded here. Uh, so a transgender man who's 22 years old, which means a woman, gave birth to twins after going through six rounds of artificial insemination with a sperm donor to fulfill his dream of having a biological baby. So this woman sure as hell went through a lot of shit to try to have a kid. Spoiler alert, if she didn't do any of that shit to her body, she could have just had a baby naturally. Right? One would assume without jumping through all these hoops. Uh. So a 22-year-old woman has given birth to... Well, at least it's a transgender man for once. It's always men going the other way. This is... I mean, this might be a historical first on this show. We finally found a woman that wants to be a man for some odd reason. She's given birth to twins after going through six rounds of artificial insemination in the bed to get pregnant. Aiden Dar, a Starbucks barista from Charleston, West Virginia, was born biologically female, but came out as a transgender at 16 years old after watching the news. However, he need that you that's not in there. Okay, after you come on after talking to their teacher. Oh my god. Okay, fine. After identifying for several years and started a course of testosterone. <laughs> However, she came to realize that it was her dream to have a biological child, so she put a stop to her hormonal treatment and visited her local pharmacy uh, planning clinic in order to begin the process of having a baby. After five grueling months and six rounds of uh, an artificial insemination using a donor sperm, uh, Aiden, uh, this is so confusing because they keep trying to put him in there and I'm, and I'm correcting it to be you know, factually correct that it is, it is a woman. Uh, so Aiden finally fell uh, pregnant with twins in August 2020. But while Aiden was lucky enough to have a completely healthy brother, they're going to turn, what, three this year? Are they going to be all right? I sure hope so. Uh, you have, you have uh, I mean... I mean, how confusing is your your DNA mix in dude, there? Dude, you're introducing so many <clears throat> toxins into your body that aren't supposed to be there. Yeah, like that's... Uh, oh. An unreal amount of testosterone <clears throat> where it's not supposed to be. And if, like, So this woman's body is like, wait, why is there so much testosterone being injected? What the fuck's going on with me? And then your body starts reacting different ways. And then you're trying to give birth on top of that. And being pregnant does introduce a bunch of hormones in your body because you're supposed to have them there. And it's being counteracted by testosterone. Even though they stop taking it, it's still yeah, there. Yeah, it's really weird. These babies are going to come out looking like fucking Bobcat Goldthwait. Remember, remember Bobcat Goldthwait, the comedian guy? He used to come yeah. out and he used to talk like he had fucking Down syndrome. He was on Police Academy. All these kids in like 20, 30 years are going to be talking <clears throat> like that motherfucker. But anyway, uh, Aiden was lucky enough to have a completely healthy pregnancy. He, uh, she admits that she was scared to go outside during that time because she was so self-conscious about her changing body, having started to grow breasts again as a result of coming off of uh, his hormones, her hormones, whatever the fuck. So this thing is extremely upset because the boobs are coming back. Well, you, you, that's what happens when you give birth. You can't pick and choose what parts of a woman <clears throat> and man you want to be. You're either one or the other. That's the problem here. Oh, my here. God. This is a case of a very confused human being being affirmed by doctors and everybody around them. 
you can't tell someone that you could be one thing. I mean, you have to commit to the part. If you want to be a man, then be a man fully. Get all your shit ripped out of you and then be a man because it's not fair to the life that you want to bring into this world that you're introducing it to things it shouldn't have as, as a young, growing fetus. You're not supposed to have testosterone. There's a reason why I can't give birth. I'm a man and I have testosterone. But you're not giving this kid a chance to live a good life, man. I mean, you're setting this kid up for failure. It's going to grow up and be like, what the fuck is this all about, you know? And long-term ramifications on, on this young body that is supposed to have certain things going on in your body that you need to take care of yourself for. That's why there's prenatal vitamins. There's all sorts of things women have to go on, regular checkups. You bring your weird trans shit into a fucking doctor and you're like, oh, hey, doc, I'm pregnant. You're not going to get the best care. Doctors aren't sure. Making this shit up as they go along. You're not giving your kid a good chance at living a healthy life and you're just setting up for failure. This is child abuse before the kid's even fucking conceived. What idiot is like, yeah, I'm just going to artificially inseminate you. Your fucking dude is taking hormones that has woman parts on the inside. I don't fuck it. You're paying me. These people don't, as long as a check clears, they have no conscience, man. These fucking scientists, these doctors, whoever's given this disgusting excuse for a human being the privilege of having a child that you're bringing into the, I mean, no one should be denied the chance to have a child, but this is just ridiculous, yeah, man. Yeah, that's, I, yeah. I'm surprised so she selfish. was able to, like, give birth. Do your weird trans shit after you have the baby. Give the kid a chance, man. Give the kid that's a chance. That's a lot of, like, hormone, no. all sorts of imbalance in there. No, like, that's man. weird. I can't believe she was able to actually do it. This is disgusting. These kids are all going to come out fucking, like, seriously, imagine what these children being born to these weirdo fucking Frankenstein adults imagine what we're going to deal with in 20-30 years you know what what new <laughs> what new mental retardation are we going to have I mean autism is because of the fucking vaccines what about this shit oh well you know what well the reason why you're so fucked up young young lad is because your mom was on fucking testosterone <laughs> yeah your mom went do this phase where they thought it was a dude well where's my mom at remember they blew their fucking brains out on your third birthday because they couldn't bear the fact of this shit anymore I mean what the fuck oh god what well. do you got <laughs> uh, a man was swept out to sea while swimming off Long Island Monday morning but he treaded water for five hours and created a makeshift flag to attract rescuers did you see this no I didn't see this one dude, I'm too busy watching he... TV how this guy survived for five hours in the middle of the fucking ocean is beyond me. That's my biggest fear. Just, out, like, I don't know. Uh, so Dan Ho, who's 63, was in the water at Cedar Beach in Babylon around 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Even that is too fucking early to be in the water. It's so fucking dark out. When strong currents carried him two and a half miles off the coast. The man miraculously kept himself afloat without any flotation devices and found a broken fishing rod floating in the water. Ho then tied his shirt to the rod to create a flag to try to wave down help. By 10.30 a.m., his uh, ingenuity proved fruitful. He was spotted by two men in a motorboat who pulled Ho out of the water, out of the ocean, onto their vessel. The Suffolk uh, County Police Department's Marine Unit rushed to meet the civilian uh, boat. Officers uh, Bernadette Benjamin and Robert Jenkins transferred Ho onto their ship where they immediately treated him for hypothermia. Ho was conscious and alert but unable to stand due to exhaustion. He was brought ashore to the U.S. Coast Guard who did a whole workup on him and sent him to the hospital. That is fucking nuts. I would be terrified. I would have died of a heart attack. <laughs> Two and a half miles out to sea. 
and he's just out there treading water, praying for a fucking boat to go by, and nothing ate him. That is nothing... one of those things where you have to be like, listen, maybe there's something out there. <laughs> maybe there's a guardian Nothing angel. fucking ate this dude. Mm-hmm. And there, like, I, because I, of fucking Shark Week, I went and downloaded the Sharktivity fucking app. And there are sharks, like, all up and down the fucking coast, man. Here? And, no, not right here. But, like, up near New York and Jersey and shit, mm. there's sharks up there. Mm. This dude, like, I don't know how he's fucking survived. New York's an interesting that place, though. terrifying. You got sharks in the water. You got them on the land. You got them all over the place up there. So you can't oh, really tell them so, apart. You're so good. <laughs> <laughs> you're such an idiot, man. <laughs> This would just be terrifying. Like I don't, and then he finds a, a broken fucking fishing pole just swimming on by him. That was the last guy <laughs> who tried to survive and couldn't make it. That was some moron fishing off a fucking pier, bringing all the sharks in. I think he picked up the fishing pole and it was dan 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 dan. Like he got like a like a quest song or like a video game. Unbelievable! This dude is so lucky to be alive. Like seriously, sure sixty three years old. I would have been like, "Yep, this is it. This is the end for me." I'd be on there being like, yep, this is it. This is where I live now. Why why the fuck am I out here? I got no one else to blame but myself. And who goes into the water, in the water at 5 a.m.? I know there's joggers at the beach, but to go swimming at 5 a.m., that's, it's too dark. It's, no, I I would I would be, I mean, I'm thinking about it, and that is my biggest fear, is being out in the middle of the ocean on like a tiny little raft, or, 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 or like a, or like a tire, just floating around like a fucking car tire, just floating in the ocean. Nothing around. You can't see the beach. You're in the middle. You don't know where you are. You're just floating. Mm. And then all of a sudden it gets dark and a fucking storm has that. Oh my God, I'm just adding to my own nightmare. <laughs> that or being out in space. If space exists, you'd be fucking floating around in a fucking space suit, just floating like Tom Cruise. This fucking, this wisp, this wisp, this out of, no, nothing around. You're in space. There's nothing there. Your air is running low. That would be my second one. What would you do, though? You're out in a raft, in the ocean, you can't see land. I mean, do you give up and just say, fuck it? I would pray for death. I mean, you can but make not it. By you a don't shark have to pray anything. for just, it. Just, just, like, let me... Like, you don't have to pray for death. Lightning got, strike or something. Just, please, just kill you me. you got trillions of tons of water around you. You can just say, fucking jump in there. Oh, I don't want to drown. Oh, no. And I don't want to be eaten alive. I need something quick. How about this is the compromise? You you don't pray for death. You pray for something to eat you quick because you're jumping in that water regardless. Yeah, if something was to come and bite me, like bite my head off. So like I'm like dead. Oh my God, dude. I'm like freaking out. I think my edible's <laughs> kicking in. I just had this image of like me on a fucking raft, right? And there's nothing around. It's a beautiful sunny day. I'm just sitting there like, yep, oh, I'm going to fucking die. And all of a sudden, I see like a pair of eyes all like like three miles away, and it's just mouth opens up, and it's a giant fucking whale just coming towards me. And I'm just like, oh, motherfucker. Whales would spit you out. Whales don't want you. It ain't no, gonna I don't be think some so. fucking stupid situation where you're living in this freaking stomach. That I don't know, man. They'll spit you right the fuck out. I don't know, but that, that's something I just don't want to fuck with. So thank you for horrifying me with your story. That's definitely the scariest Listen, one. he survived, so that, that gives some people that are jumping off cruise ships Man. for stupid reasons. Like, maybe, maybe you'll be found somewhere. I would have Make PTSD a like a military guy. <laughs> Anytime I turned on the fucking faucet, I would, just, I would just be electrocuted on the floor. I would be freaking <laughs> the fuck out, man. All right, so here's someone out there who is very determined. And just like Florida, man, this person had a mission and they wanted to uh, to assume completion of it. Meemaw in Texas is sentenced to five years in jail after kidnapping her grandkids from CC's Pizza. CC's is like welfare pizza. It, it's like, is it? Yeah, it's like microwave pizza that they try to sell you and say it's good. 
they, they, they basically put microwave pizza in, in a box already heated up and they're like, here's your pizza. So this woman was uh, sentenced, there's probably a bunch of people in Texas around there eating that bullshit cardboard and they're like, fuck you, man. So this woman was sentenced to five years in prison after kidnapping her two granddaughters from a CeCe's restaurant earlier this year. <clears throat> Jamie Burns pled guilty to third degree felony kidnapping on Thursday, according to court records. Burns' son, Justin, was dining at a CC's Pizza restaurant in McKinney with his two daughters before the kidnapping on January 19th. Justin had temporary custody of the girls, but was otherwise non-custodial, so a CPS uh, employee was supervising the meal. How bad of a human being do you have to be? Because anybody can have kids. You can get any two fucking idiots to have kids and be left alone for their entire lives. This person has a special fucking guard with them as they're spending time with their own kids, and this person doesn't care. They're just clocking in, clocking out, but they have to be there while you are with your kid. How low of a human being yeah. do you have to fucking be for this shit? So anyway, nine-year-old Jessica Burns and six-year-old Jennifer Burns disappeared from the restaurant shortly before 6 p.m., triggering an Amber Alert. Police identified the father as a suspect and soon determined that Jamie was involved. So the worker called the police, and when her officers arrived, the father, Justin Burns, was taken into custody as we do believe he was involved in her disappearance. Justin was charged with two counts of kidnapping and held in Collin County Jail, though it is unclear if the charges were dropped. Uh, Jamie was arrested when Jessica and Jennifer were found January 22nd. Burns had a previous criminal record, but police did not detail what crime she committed. So there you go, man. There are no additional details about the incident, but I'm guaranteeing you this woman was like doing this out of the best interest of the children. How much you want to bet? This guy's probably a real fucking loser. and was like, we gotta get these kids away from him <clears> and <throat> just didn't go about the right way. Do you know how the court system moves very fucking slow? Oh my god, yeah. I'm sure this guy's a real winner and she was like, listen, the court's going to so we get, he must be up to some shit for this woman to put it all out on the line and, 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 and you know, Meemaw's gonna go get her babies, man. She's gonna make sure those babies are safe. She just went about it the wrong way, man. man. <laughs> Grandmothers are a pain in the ass. Either that or the daughter's a lying bitch and was like, Mom, yeah. he's such a bad, he's probably a good guy. He's taking his kids to CC's because he can't afford Burger King or whatever the fuck. And, you know. I'm sure CC's isn't good. I don't know. I'm just busting because I've never heard of it. <laughs> I, I've heard of it. You heard of CC's Pizza? Yes. That sounds like Kennedy but Fried Chicken. I've never been there, so I don't know where it's located, but I know I've heard of that. Do you remember Kennedy Fried Chicken up there in, uh, in no. New York? No. We were somewhere at a place we used to live up in New York, and uh, I remember there was like a corner store. We used to go to the, uh, this uh, shit, this is when we used to go to the building when you were pregnant. And there was, a, and there was like, right before the, the, the building was, like at checkups and whatnot, there was a, a place called Kennedy Fried Chicken. And I'm like, that is some uh, ghetto-ass shit. Well, that was the ghettos. <laughs> but if you want to know where to find a good game of dice, that's where you go. That place now. You go there yeah. because you go to Kennedy Fried Chicken, the pizza boxes are actually where they use... They're, they're, they're breakdancing pads. <laughs> I could go in there and get chicken. I could go in there and get yeah. one cigarette. <laughs> you, can get, you can get one single cigarette. Cut I to your length. I love of those types of money you have. Yeah. Oh, God. You, you could buy fried chicken. You could buy one loose cigarette. You could buy a six-pack of white T-shirts. Yes. You could buy, you could buy toilet paper, deodorant. Fucking I don't see those fucking stores spam. here. Uh, Those stores were real convenience stores. I loved them. They were the best. Yeah, and they had them everywhere where we lived, man. On like every street corner. And, and, and if the guy recognizes your face, you could even buy from their secret selection a weed from the back office. So you can always do that. <laughs> so here's another one for you. You were talking about your little shark tracker app and creatures. And I was talking about my biggest fear of the ocean. This is why I'm so afraid of the ocean. Because creatures are piling up on beaches in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Creatures. 
And the cops are saying, don't call us. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Not those guys. Well, what do you want them to do? No, no, this is actually a pretty fun one for you. Because I started the show off with two ones that, you know, two that just really get under my fucking skin here. So I'm trying to do some lighthearted ones as well to mix it up here. There's mounds of writhing sea creatures are piling up in Florida beaches, and authorities are warning concerned beachgoers to avoid the embarrassment of calling 911. It's likely a herd of manatees, and they are engaging in very public group sex, experts <laughs> say. I mean, this is what they're trying to encourage people to do. Just do all sorts of nasty shit in public, so why are they so offended by the manatees doing it? But anyway, uh, Pinellas County Sheriff's Office wrote in a Facebook post, Don't call us. We can assure you they are more than having fun. <laughs> Manatees actually mate in herds like these, and often they are near the shore. So so they're a bunch of exhibitionists. I mean, they could be doing their business underwater, but they're like, no, we want people to see us doing this shit. Maybe they can learn something. Not all creep. No, because don't seals come out of the water to mate, too? I mean, you got to think of it this way. I'm sure like animals... Certain, certain ones come out of the water. Sea turtles lay their eggs and shit. Like well, Some come out of the water. I mean, in their defense, water's a terrible lubricant, so they have to get out. Well, they have to get out and make it work somehow, right? Oh, God. But anyway, manatees actually mate in herds like these, and often they are near the shore. They mate all throughout the year, but generally mating herds like these are seen in the summer months. So if you see this, there's no need to call. And don't and put your cameras down, you perverts, is what they said. Concern is understandable because the manatees appear to be in distress like beached whales, including a lot of flopping and splashing around. Sounds like a lie <laughs> flap. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone attempting to push them back in the water will be charged with manatee harassment. Good. And cock blocking. They added that to the list of charges as well. I hope, well, is there a guard standing by to make sure that no one's fucking with them? Because I guarantee some idiot is out there. He needs to have his back turned to the action. At least be a gentleman about <laughs> it, man. You know some moron is out there harassing these poor things. Do you think the male manatees <laughs> are like, hey, the water we just came out of is fucking cold, all right? Don't laugh, bitch. Just shut up and turn around. In shallower waters, the effect of their mating can be quite dramatic with churning waters and flailing flukes and flippers. The activity can attract onlookers who are either curious about the commotion or concerned that the manatees and the herd are injured, stranded, or in distress. Because all the female manatees are yelling, help us. <laughs> Get this motherfucker off me. I looked in her eyes, is what this one woman said, and I saw the same fucking fear that I hear when my husband's car pulls up from work. All right, I'm done with this fucking story. Leave these manatees alone, people. Just leave them the fuck alone. Oh, my God. They're just clapping it out, man. All those poor females, man. <laughs> I do have an update poor on a woman. story that I brought, like, um, like a year ago. All right. Um, and it's just real quick. A federal judge on Thursday dismissed a lawsuit accusing Kraft Heinz of misleading consumers by promising it only takes... Three and a half minutes to prepare a cup of microwavable Velveeta macaroni and cheese. Do you remember that? Motherfucker. I remember this. This was at the time where, like, everyone was suing everybody. I think the hot sauce was getting sued. Texas hot yeah. sauce. Like, it was a whole bunch of shit. I want shit. to sue Joe Biden because he's really not the president. Can I sue him for false advertising? <laughs> you should. He's not a man either, so let's fucking sue him for that. U.S. Dis uh, District Judge Beth Bloom in Miami said consumer Amanda Ramirez lacked standing to pursue the proposed $5 million class action uh, or force Kraft Heinz to change its packaging. Ramirez objected to packaging that said her macaroni and cheese would be ready in three and a half minutes because it did not include time to remove the lid, add water, and stir in the cheese sauce pouch. You lazy bitch. Um, Bloom, Bloom said Ramirez never alleged that she couldn't eat nor had even tried to cook the Velveeta shells and cheese she bought. 
or that it was so flawed as to be rendered useless. The judge also found no threat of future injury because Ramirez now knows that three and a half minutes represents only the time needed to microwave the product, which directions on the packaging made clear. Hmm. So this judge is like, fuck you, bitch. Read the package. Like, I... So yeah. I'm glad at least one judge is like, I'm not, I don't have time for this shit. I got, like, real cases to yeah. do. Like, I, I'm, I'm not even going to waste my time. Like, no, you're not getting shit. And just threw it out. Like, good. Because some of these people are getting money for, like, no fucking reason. You know what I would do if I was a judge? <clears throat> and I'll be honest with you. This, I think, would be brilliant. And I thought of it in, like, less than 10 seconds. And this is, this is what I would honestly do as a judge. Is if you put something like this in front of my fucking desk, and I've got a long day of cases ahead of me, or, or a short day. I'm not entertaining this bullshit. So what I would do is have my bailiff have a pre-prepared stack of job applications and a folder. And I'd be like, all right, listen, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to dismiss this case to give you more time to look for a fucking job because that's the only way you're getting money up out of this court. Go hand them the fucking stack <laughs> and then hand the applications. Case is dismissed. Get the fuck out. I have to go home and watch Southland. Yellowstone. That's what I would say. These people who are who would like to watch the show along with you are going to be looking up Southland. They're looking up Southland, but this was a fucking movie back in like '98. What the fuck? Some stupid cop show. Oh man! No, I'm dead serious. Uh, Voices of Misery podcast at gmail.com. We're going to make this happen. We're, we're, we're going to have Southland watch, and you're not it's invited. Yellowstone. We're going to have Southland watch parties. Okay, we have the infrastructure in place to do this. Oh my god! All right. Well, Snoop Dogg has a new product at Walmart. Is it the cereal? I'm all about trying this. Okay, Ice cream. Th- this motherfucker keeps bringing out shit, and I'm like, that looks good. There's a lot going on. <laughs> so Snoop Dogg is expanding his business portfolio and is stepping into the frozen dessert space. The Drop It Like It's Hot rapper is releasing a new ice cream line called Dr. Bombay. Snoop's new ice cream brand is available in seven flavors, which are Sherbert Swizzle, Cocoa Cream Cookie Dream. Bonus track brownie, syrupy waffle sundaes, yuck, s'more vibes, iced out orange cream, and rolling in the dough. Shoppers can get pints of these delicious flavors for four ninety nine. Uh, sorry, four dollars and ninety eight cents at thirty five hundred Walmart stores, according to the release. That better include my fucking Walmart. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. The only one I wouldn't like would be that waffles one with the syrup. That just sounds gross. These sound amazing. They sound so good. Well, I would love a waffle with syrup on it, but it's got to be a waffle, not an I, I, ice cream. This doesn't sound syrupy good. Syrupy ice cream? No. No, this doesn't sound... It's, it's too much sweet. Ice cream is more than just a snack uh, to me. It's a way to chill, relax, and get happy. That's exactly what I want Dr. Bombay ice cream to do. Bring a smile to your face and ease your mind, Snoop said in a statement. I poured my heart and soul into perfecting these first seven flavors, and I can't wait for my fans and the world to experience what I've created. So Walmart will be selling the Snoop Dogg Dr. Bombay ice cream. Hmm. Uh, seven flavors already to, to right out the gate. Like he, He's doing some shit, man. How much is this guy worth at this point? I can tell you already, these flavors that he's using are the t- leftover ones from Juneteenth that they couldn't sell. They just re-fucking-packaged Is it. there THC in the ice cream? No, because I did look that up because I saw this too and I saw this shit. I'm like, man, what kind of ghetto-ass shit is this? You got fucking <laughs> waffles you, and syrup ice cream. Did you slip a little something-something in the man, ice cream? <laughs> there, are, there is some THC ice cream that I saw. I don't know. I, like, good for this much. guy, man. Good for him. 
Man, who the fuck? Because like ice cream is one of those things that you really can't control what you're eating because it's so good you keep going. THC is something that you want to control while you're consuming it. So I don't like the idea of mixing with something like that, like a cookie. You see what the fuck I do with cookies, man. I, I, I just devour the whole damn. I have no control. I can only imagine what people are doing when they're eating ice cream and they're just getting fucking lit up. That, that's a horrible idea. Yeah, but if it's good, it's good. I guess so. You're getting high and having you're eating the munchies at the same time. Like Exactly. Get it two birds with one stone. So here we go. Uh, Detroit family is suing their hospital after their daughter was abducted and murdered in her car. Mm. This happened in Detroit where no one dies ever. So a Detroit nurse's family is suing a hospital for not protecting her after she was found dead in her car trunk after she was abducted at the end of her shift. Patrice Wilson, 29, was allegedly kidnapped by her ex-boyfriend, Jamari Miller, 36, about 7.40 a.m. on Saturday, May 13th, in the parking lot of the Detroit Medical Center uh, receiving hospital. She was shot dead and put in the trunk of her car later in the afternoon. Now her family is suing the hospital for not protecting her. Suing the hospital? I didn't know that was their job. What time did she leave? You, I, I, I don't know. If it's at night, someone should like watch to make sure you get to your car on time. She was kidnapped 7.40 a.m. in the parking lot of the medical center. So oh, she, yeah. So like she wasn't even punched in. Yeah, no. I mean, you figure she was probably showing up to work. And this is horrible. Yeah. This is completely awful that she got But that's killed. not the hospital's fault at all. There's a, What does the hospital have to do with this? Nothing. I don't understand. I mean, I, I, I just... Because it was in the parking lot, so it's on their property, but are it they really liable for that? You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be liable for any of this yet. I mean, when does a job's responsibility to the employee end? I mean, they punch in. That's when they become your responsibility. That's why they have you punch out for your lunch. Oh, if you're, you're going to lunch, in make sure you're punched out. inside the building, yeah. right. Make sure you're punched out before you go on lunch because if you get into a car accident, we can't be liable for it. When you're off the clock, you're not the company's business. I mean, the most they can do is say sorry and send the last check to whoever the fuck's in their family who can get it. Yeah, like, this is this is a fucked up story, but I don't think the hospital is liable yeah, for no. anything. I mean, if I go to McDonald's and slip and fall in the bathroom, I mean, that happened in their building and I slip and fall because the floor was wet. I mean, that, that, that would be their problem. But if I'm out in the parking lot and I'm leaving for work that night and I'm driving home, I mean, like, when does it end? Yeah. Is there a red light outside of McDonald's and I got fucking sideswiped by somebody and I'm fucking hurt you know do I sue the company oh well you guys had me on work until 8 o'clock and I got hit at 7.59 because I left early so it's your problem you know like I, I just don't understand like how ridiculous are these lawsuits going to get where you're trying to hold your company liable for shit that has nothing to do with them but anyway now her family's still in the hospital it's heartbreaking to know that the DMC didn't keep her safe said her mother looking for money the second her daughter was killed because that's what we do nowadays on Wilson's would-be 30th birthday, uh, her family gathered to seek $200 million. Why? Because you can put a price on someone's life, apparently. $200 million. Yeah. Where did they pull that number from? Now, let's, now let's just go any further. With, with the, let's, let's just see what, what happens here. Oh, dude. It, see, this is, this is something that's pissing me yeah, off. This, this is, is ridiculous. This is something, like, I'm comparing this to the fucking Velveeta, uh, Velveeta bitch. You can't... This is ridiculous. You can't... Lazy, useless human beings. You're suing for anything. Like, yes, it sucks. That That's you're... why I don't go to funerals. I don't even want one for myself. This is like, might as well sue the car company because she was found in the trunk. Exactly. I mean, go ahead and sue the, <laughs> sue the person who made the bullet. You made that bullet too good. 
Like, I don't, this is crazy. 200, where do they get that even, that 200 figure million, from? Well, listen, there's about 10 of us, and, you know, I want this, and, and, and what I want is going to cost me about 20 million, so I'm good with this. You need this, so we're going to up it up to, yeah, let's say 200. Yeah, that's everybody, nuts. everybody. Everybody gets a piece of the pie, and I guarantee you not one tear was fucking shed over this woman's death. So sad. So this is their statement. It's a murder that could have been prevented if the DMC did what they should have been doing to protect Patrice and the other nurses down there. Wilson's family says the healthcare personnel failed to do their jobs after surveillance videos showed Miller suspiciously lurking around the parking lot as he waited for her to get off her ship as a nurse. Security didn't step in, and her family says that race played a role in responses. So they're saying that the response time wasn't there because of her race. So they're throwing everything against... So right now we're saying that it's, it's, it's their responsibility just because. And then they, they, they saw a guy on camera pacing around in the parking lot you, I mean, like, what do you do? You can't arrest someone for walking around a parking lot. You can go in and say, hey, sir, are, are you lost? Can we help you find something? Okay. Maybe they might have an argument there. Like, why didn't they see what this guy was walking around for? But that's a very, very loose argument. But I'll that's give them one. That's not $200 million worth yeah. of an argument, though. I'll give them one. Like, their security team just slacked off. But that's not a, a lawsuit at all. Yeah. Uh, and the third thing, race. So they threw race out there. Why? Because fuck it. Why not? Right? But it's Detroit. Yeah. It's, it's not just Detroit. It's Detroit, it's Detroit who there's constantly like freaking riots in the streets and shit. I'm sure the cops were fucking busy. It's fucking Detroit. And they were a little slow to get there because they were dealing with a whole bunch of other fucking shootings. Yeah, Detroit is a very crime-riddled place. But my problem with that is because they're trying to say race played a role in it. But the thing is, is like you, Detroit is primarily not white. Isn't that where Gold's Pond was? Is that yeah. place still around over yeah, there? Yeah, go ahead and watch a show at fucking uh, the Hardcore Pawn and tell, tell oh me if it's a white area. You fucking tell God. me if, if race played a part in this shit. I used to love that fucking show, man. So, well, here we go. Well, we feel that she, had she been one of the white nurses there, they'd announce it immediately. Instead, they waited three or four hours, is my understanding, to tell anybody, including the family, after they notified she'd been kidnapped. DMC released a statement saying that the security team acted swiftly and notified police immediately. So the DMC stands behind a security team who acted swiftly to notify and engage local law enforcement to apprehend the assailant. We continue to cooperate fully with law enforcement as they prosecute this individual for the crime committed. We cannot comment on pending litigation. If this was race-related, this woman has a job there. I mean, what the fuck? Like, yeah. they hired her. So if this was a racist thing, she, should, she wouldn't have been working there in the first place. You would think. I just think they're grasping. This is $200 yeah. million. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. That just seems like... This seems ridiculous to the, me. The police chief said that the that that the uh, the murderer is a very a very violent person. He has a significant criminal history, and there is a history of domestic violence associated with that as well. She so dated him. If there's a history, people know about it. Why is he out in the street? There, police chief. Yeah. Why is he out in the street? And why is she dating him? Yeah. So why are you still in the hospital when you should be? No. He shouldn't be out when. He shouldn't be out. No, you teach your daughters how to find a better <laughs> Sue the mate. Police. That's number Let one. Let him go. I don't know. This is yeah, stupid. You see, I, you're suing the wrong people. The hospital's like, what the fuck did we do? What the fuck? Like, we gave her a paycheck consistently. Like, we were mad the bitch was late and we gave her a pass because she's dead. What more do you want from us? <laughs> That's awful, man. So here's my last one here, and I saved the best for last, and I got added. I think... I'm trying to think of a time I, I got more mentions on an article... That means it's not good. And I don't think there's ever been a time. I mean, every time there's something COVID-related or, or like Marburg or any kind of lockdown happens, it's at voicemail. People are trying to see what the hell. This one, more than ever before. Lizzo's former dancers sue her for alleged sexual harassment. 
weight shaming and creating a hostile work environment. This fucking bitch, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Will she get canceled? Nope. <laughs> no. Because no. she's fat, black, and on the left. That's why. And she's a woman. Mm-hmm. She ain't getting she's, fucking She canceled. checks all the she goddamn checks boxes. She checks every box. She, she is safer <laughs> than safe. The only thing she has going against her is that she hasn't announced that she's gay or bi or trans or any of that. She hasn't announced her pronouns yet that I know of. Mm. So... Lizzo and her production company are being accused of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment by a trio of the team's former dancers. The lawsuit, independently viewed by Variety, was filed in Los Angeles County Superior Court against Lizzo. Real name, Melissa Vivian Jefferson. That's a very nice name. That's a very pretty name. Melissa Vivian Jefferson. Why the fuck does she go by Lizzo? Uh, so her, This is the name of her production company. Big Girl Big Touring Inc. BGBT. And Shirley Quigley, captain of her dance team. The dancers, plaintiffs Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez, have alleged assault, religious and racial har- harassment, disability discrimination, assault, and false imprisonment, among a slew of other charges. Doesn't sound like something from a woman who's all about body positivity and inclusion. Yeah, she's, she's, she's done some shit, man. I read a couple of these stories. Are they all guilty of something? Listen, people. I'm a fucking scumbag, but I got no fucking skeletons in my motherfucking closet because my shit's aired out weekly. You'll never hear me coming out here saying, you know, we should all just be fucking holding hands and singing kumbaya while I'm doing the opposite. That's what these people do to you. They tell you one thing and they do the exact opposite. Go get this shot. Go do this. Go do that. Go let your kids go to this school. Let them read these books. Do you think Joe Biden's fucking grandkid has how to suck a dick in their fucking library of fucking books like they do in kindergarten and shit? No. No, you, 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 I guarantee a fucking Joe Biden's grandkid said, Dad, I feel like a woman. Can I go get this transgender surgery? No, you fucking idiot. I guarantee you that's what would happen. These people just tell you one thing and they do something else. So one of the most striking deals of the suit alleges dancers were pressured due to fear of losing their jobs to touch new dancers during a live sex show in Amsterdam's red light district. Notoriously known for its prostitution, sex theaters, nude bars, and clubs. So they were telling people, because they were in Amsterdam, where all this weird shit goes, they do weird, perverted shit. Mm-hmm. You're already doing it in front of an audience that has seen every new, disgusting act because they live there or they're there and they're experiencing it. They're not seeing anything they haven't done already on that fucking stage. I don't know why you have to lower yourself to the area that you're in. I mean, like, you go to fucking this part, you should be yourself. You go to this part of the world, you be yourself. You keep the same show consistently. I don't know why you have to perform differently for other people. I don't know. It just seems really weird. It's like you're pandering. So the main event of the night was a club called Bannon Bar, where patrons are allowed to interact with completely new performers. While at Bannon Bar, things quickly got out of the hand. Now Lizzo began inviting cast members to take turns touching the new performers, catching dildos launched from the performers' vaginas, and eating bananas protruding from the performers' vaginas. All things that are probably safe to do. Um, there's probably no bacteria being passed or anything sick. Lizzo then turned her attention to Miss Davis and began pressuring Miss Davis to touch the breasts of one of the nude women performing at the club. Lizzo began leading a chant goading Miss Davis. Miss Davis said three, town, uh, three times loud enough for all to hear I'm good, expressing her desire not to touch the performer. So like, the, it's just yeah. like, why? I don't know. Why? Because they're drinking and they can. They've got all the money. You have all this money. You're not, ne- but Everyone nasty, telling you man. whatever you want. Like, she's is even right. more disgusting to me now than she was before. Yeah. Like, she's just nasty. I mean, that's Ugh. the thing. And these people want to be clingers and hanger on. So they're doing anything this person tells them to do because they don't want to be off that ride. I mean, they're experiencing a lifestyle. 
Yeah. Most people would kill to be a part of, so they would do anything to attain it and keep it. They want to be in Lizzo's good graces, so they'll do anything that Queen Fett Slob tells them to fucking do. So the complaint continues. The plaintiffs were aghast with how little regard Lizzo showed for the bodily autonomy of her employees and those around her, especially in the presence of many people whom she employed. A rep for Lizzo did not immediately respond. Uh, so, yeah, there was a lot of crazy shit here. I mean, bananas out of the vagina, dude. One of the girls admitted to soiling herself uh, uh, during dress rehearsal. She was afraid to go to the bathroom. She was afraid to leave the stage to go to the bathroom mm. in fear of what Lizzo would do to her. Yeah, Lizzo's a real monster, man. Like, article after article is now coming out. Like, they, like, hit the, I don't know, last night or this morning. Like, I can't get away from them. They're, and I keep, of course I keep reading them. <laughs> How fucked up is this bitch? And I'm just reading all sorts of shit. I don't know. So listen to this one. In a professional dance, a dancer's weight gain is often seen as a dancer getting lazy or worse off as a performer. Lizzo's and um, Scott's questions about Miss Davis's commitment to the tour were thinly veiled concerns about Miss Davis's weight gain, mm-hmm. which Lizzo had previously called attention to after noticing it at the South by Southwest Music Festival. <laughs> she's she's she, she's complaining about someone else's weight gain. <laughs> That's like me bitching about another podcast cursing too much. Get the fuck out of here, man. Oh, my God. Although Lizzo and Miss Scott never explicitly stated that these questions accompanied by Lizzo's statements made after the South by Southwest Music Festival gave Miss Davis the impression that she needed to explain her weight gain and disclose intimate personal details about her life in order to keep her job. Lizzo was probably looking for tips to get fatter. That's probably what it was. Like, how, how was she doing it? You know? Yeah, she threatened dancers repeatedly. She told them that she had eyes and ears everywhere. Don't fucking lie to me. That kind of shit she was saying to them. This is crazy, man. You know damn well more is going to come out. She treats black team members pretty bad, apparently. Did you hear about this one? The suit alleges mistreatment from BGBT toward the dancers who banded together to request a retainer for their work. So the management team consisted entirely of white Europeans who often accused the black members of the dance team of being lazy, unprofessional, and having bad attitudes. The plaintiffs also claim that the only dance cast comprised of full-figured women of color were the only ones spoken to in this type of degrading tone. So Lizzo hates fat black women. She hates her fucking self. And there you go, people. I've said it before in the past. She hates herself. That's why she's so boisterous and open about loving herself and embracing it. Because she secretly fucking hates it. The woman tried to lose weight repeatedly multiple times and people said don't do it. And she, she caved into the pressure to stay fat. This is a fake human being who has no beliefs of her own. She does whatever the fuck she's being told. She has no soul and no conscience. She's a piece of fucking garbage. You give the bitch a little bit of money, you give her a little bit of fucking power, and this is what you fucking get. These people that are your heroes, they're on the news, the media, they're all over the place. They're these popular celebrities we're told to love and that we're told are telling you to love each other are the ones with the most skeletons in her closet. And this is just another shining example of this fucking disgusting pig Lizzo going out there and treating people the way she tells everyone else to not treat them. She's a piece of shit, and I, I would love to know how she recovers from this. Because she will. They're, they're going to forgive song will go number one. <laughs> I mean, she, she, she has to issue an apology. And no one should forgive her because apologies, I, I thought you weren't supposed to forgive anybody anymore. I guarantee uh, you she's going to get away with this and it's disgusting. People that you want to see get canceled. The, the horrible people in the world. Like Lizzo. <clears throat> Ellen DeGeneres was another one super fucking leftist treated her audience like shit Kelly Clarkson another one you hear about the stories about her show how she treated everyone like shit these, these fucking leftist men the ones that are telling you all these virtuous things are always the worst fucking people 
And it's not just the people on the left. There are people on the right, too. Like, I, I still say Mike Pence is going to come out gay in the next couple of years. He fucking, he, he's a fucking flamer, man. Him and, well, Lindsey Graham, obviously, too. There, there, there are a lot of people out there that are just doing the exact opposite of what they're telling everybody else. And it's fucking sick. I have one more story. Go for it. Okay, and I don't know how you're going to go to the asshole story. So you just, you better think of something. I'll figure it out. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Just want everyone to know because it started already. So when IHOP turns 65, the only appropriate way to celebrate is with a big old stack of uh, pancakes. And this month, as the breakfast-focused chain rings in just such an anniversary, it's offering customers a whole heap of pancakes for just a few dollars. Starting July 31st, IHOP fans can get all-you-can-eat buttermilk pancakes for five bucks. Mm. That's amazing. Uh, that's right. For five bucks, you can nestle into a booth and plate after plate of pancakes, a full stack at first and a short stack following each time. We'll parade your way until you've had your fill. If they did that with French toast yeah. somewhere, I would be there in a freaking heartbeat. Like, Jeez. plate after plate of French toast, because that shit is not filling to me. Like, just uh, give me ten plates and then I'm good. <laughs> it's, like you're buying, it's just like you're biting in the air. Yeah. <laughs> um... Also, beginning July 31st, kids can now eat free from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. Uh, the delivery fee for orders placed on IHOP's app and website is just 65 cents. And if you join IHOP's loyalty program, the International Bank of Pancakes, you get a free pancake combo after your first purchase. Of course, a few things go better with pancakes than bacon. Uh, in this case, IHOP is teaming up with another icon turning 65 this year, Kevin Bacon. Huh. The actor will appear on the brand's TikTok account to promote its anniversary deals. All of those deals mentioned uh, run from July 31st through August 27th, so you still have all month to go get that. That's super cheap, man, if you want to go get a cheap breakfast. And it's unlimited fucking pancakes. The pancakes are good. Yeah. I mean, it does say one. buttermilk, so I don't think you can get any... Flavored pancake, but I don't care. Buttermilk pancakes are amazing. Just put syrup on it, shit. It tastes the same anyway. So good, man. I got a real problem with this though, because anytime you see any kind of advertising where they're like, "All you can eat five bucks," I mean, you got your honest people. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go. They spend five bucks and eat their normal fill. They might have a little bit extra. They always got this fucking asshole in front that's holding up the line, bringing way too much shit to the table. They never eat it and end up throwing away pounds and pounds of pancakes, and you're waiting for a batch to get made because they took it all and threw it out. Good job. That was Good a cheat. fucking hell of a transition. <laughs> and uh, I want to say special thanks to our my favorite sponsor of the show, our friends over at Binoid.com for making the greatest THC product on the market. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to go on the website and check it out for yourself, man. We've got every single way you can get THC in your body. Uh, as long as you like to eat it, smoke it, or drink it, there's many different ways you can get it inside of you. Trippy check hippie. Out trippy hippie cookies. Oh, my God. What was the other I one? I forgot that. Toffee one. almond. Toffee coffee? Oof, I don't know. The cookies, though. The cookies. These cookies put me in another dimension, dude. you got to go on there and try these out at Pinewood.com. <laughs> I like the capsules. I like the edibles, the pre-rolled joints, the cigarettes. You can get the vapes. You can get the wax, the dabs, the doodads. You can get the uh, you can get the crystal now. You can get the crystal. I don't know what the fuck that is, but these kids are loving that shit. Supposedly, you take like a little bit of whiff off this wax thing, and it like fucks you up, man. And They're buying that one up at Pinewood.com right now. And Also, you can get the peach rings, watermelon slices, gummy bears, gummy worms, sour diesel, peach... Rings, all sorts of shit, man. You can get the uh, Fruity Pebbles, Rice Krispie Treats. You get the Peanut Butter Cups. Jesus. The, the liquid versions of the THC. And now mushrooms as well. There's a mushroom chocolate bar you can get. You can get fucked up. And 
there's so much because the company's blowing up right now. We got a huge sale online. You can go to Bloom's Hemp with a Z at the end, B L O O M Z hemp.com. Their code nerd works on both sites, Binoid and Bloom's. You can use it to get 10% <laughs> off your order and get free shipping on any purchase. I don't know why the hell you love this fucking segment so much. It's the last one. Really? It's the last one. I can only okay. take you in small doses. And well, this, we have gone over. We've gone well over. <laughs> like, I can't even tolerate myself. That fucking sucks, man. I'm just, I've been so down on myself the past couple of weeks, really. Like, more so than ever, man. It's just, it's been a hell of a time. This person wants to know, am I the asshole for kicking my brother-in-law's entire family out, which made them homeless after they slowly destroyed my home? Nope. I'm starting off with a firm no. <laughs> They, he put it right in the title. They destroyed your home. But then again, is this person, are they really destroying their home or are they just doing things you don't like? Listen, I don't know. I, I don't like mm-hmm. people in my house. Me so neither. I'm very easy. But I see, I also, I don't like people in my house and I can't open my mouth when they are in my house to tell them to get the fuck out. Yeah. I, I was able to do it one time. Mm-hmm. And like I was super, super pissed before that even happened. So... <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, depending on the situation here, I can go either way with this. Because now I'm thinking about it. If this person is now homeless, that means you took them in because they didn't have anywhere else to go. And if you're inviting someone in that doesn't have anywhere else to go, you're, you're kind of, you know, like, their guardian. They're your responsibility <laughs> until they get up off their feet. Well, there's shelters. Uh, no, there there's is. There's other family so, I mean, members. There, there are reasons this person could be an asshole. So let's yeah. figure it out. My husband's brother, 35, and his wife, 26... And two boys, four and three, moved in with me and my husband, about 30, last month because he got evicted. I never wanted them here in the first place due to past issues, but after speaking with my husband, we decided for the sake of the young children to give them a place to stay. Before they moved in, we set some ground rules, such as my brother-in-law must be actively job searching and they must respect our space and clean up after themselves. Pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to freeload forever. Like, you better be looking yeah. for a job. You're staying in my house. Well, that job thing. I mean, this person has to have a history of being a fuck-up before you're like, you better be looking for a job. I mean... You well, no, if this... you're homeless, you, you, you need to actively, every day, yeah. be trying to get the fuck out of my house and find something. So, yeah, like, that that would definitely be a rule. But, like, something shouldn't have to be said, though. Like, if like if I ever invited someone in this house, they would have, have to know me. Yeah. Because I'm not going to buy some strangers. They would have to know me and know how I am. Be like, I better be looking to get the fuck up out of this guy's house because he doesn't want me here in the first place. He's, he's just doing a solid for me right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go look for a job. I shouldn't have to say it. <clears throat> the fact that they had the savings, we think there's a history of, uh, of issues with this guy. But unfortunately, in the past month, they've begun to slowly destroy my home and my space without giving two shits. First of all, my sister-in-law is an extremely picky eater, so their family doesn't eat with us. Fine. But they never clean up after themselves, constantly leaving dirty dishes and pans, crumbs, and food stains all over the place. When I tell them to clean after themselves, they begrudgingly do, but it's never a job well done. Last week, one of the boys had peed on my very expensive couch, which I only found out about after smelling piss while I was watching TV. Sister-in-law is a stay-at-home, but she's more like stay in her room, doing God knows what while her two children run rampant around my house. Oh, God. In the last three weeks, her boys have colored on her bedroom walls... Trashed my living room with her toys, knocked over half of my plant collection. Their whole family has turned my house into a fucking zoo while contributing nothing to it. There are some valid complaints here, and there are some that aren't so valid, I would say. I mean, you had your way of life before these people moved in. You have to understand that not everything is going to be exactly the way that you want it when you invite a whole entire family that has their own way of living. 
Yeah, the cleaning's not really bothering me. Yeah, it's not the cleaning because it's like you have to remind like, hey, you guys might not clean your grow your, your shit up every night, but we do. Can't yeah, yeah, like that. But it's the and the knocking over plants doesn't bother me as much. Yeah, because you you don't you, kids. these this couple probably didn't have kids, so it wasn't childproof. Yeah, they had plants and like nice yeah. things and stuff. But now you've invited kids to stay there. You got that's up to you. You got to move your stuff around. Mm-hmm. These are obviously small children. Yeah. Now, trash living room with toys. You can pick up a toy and move it. That and throw it out. doesn't that's bother not, me not either. Deal. The crayons on the wall. That would bother me because that's money that would out piss your me pocket. off. Yeah. Um, kids do that. Mm-hmm. But piss on the couch. The problem, right? And the reason why it would piss me off is because this mother, she, they, it was stated the mother stays in the bed. Yeah. That's a fucking problem. Then you have to watch your children because obviously they're they're mm. doing shit. Yeah, you're not watching. So those either. two things would piss me off, but it's it's happening because this bitch won't get her ass out of bed. Mm-hmm. I don't know the rest of the stuff. Like that's that's you know yeah. that's doable. Yeah, right now I'm, I'm kind of like this guy just wanted everything to be the exact ways if these people weren't there in the first place, which is impossible because they are there. You're gonna see things you don't like. Yeah. But the, you're drawing on the walls now? Like, yeah. no, that's not okay. If I saw someone drawing on a wall, if I smelled piss on the couch, I'd be like, listen, I understand kids are going to be kids, but you got to clean up. I mean, if your kid pees on the couch and you see it, you clean it up immediately yeah. so I don't have to smell it or see it. It's, it, it wasn't there before you moved here. It shouldn't be thereafter. Mm-hmm. If the kids make a mess of their toys, as long as they're in, when, when you guys leave, yeah. I, I don't want to step on a fucking Lego. I don't want to step on a G.I. Joe. Leave my house the same way you came into it. Anything that happens in between now and then is okay. Just leave it the same way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've not been able to comfortably live in my own space for the past few weeks. What do you well, think? That's, uh, that's to be expected. You invite you anyone think? in your house. We, <clears throat> we had people down here for vacation. They stayed here a week. Yeah, we'll never changes. do it again. But like we were, we were so uncomfortable that whole week. <laughs> I hated every second of it. Because we couldn't be ourselves and we couldn't wear what we wanted to wear. I couldn't walk around and just like what no. I normally walk around. You couldn't walk. It's just. I want to wear my pajamas all day long. I don't want to fucking have to impress these motherfuckers. You know? It's just like we had to constantly be dressed and constantly yeah, be on. That. And it's just like. That's pretend. what happens when you invite someone over. So, like, I don't. What yeah, does this person change. think? Things change when someone comes in your house. I haven't been able to be myself. No yeah, shit. Of course. Bitch. You know, like this guy who's getting jerked off on the couch anymore. Of course, you got kids in the house, you idiot. My husband could sense my frustration, so he told me he'd have a talk with them and hire a maid to clean our house. Things got better until yesterday. I get home early from work and their family's gone. Good, I think. Peace and quiet for a few hours. I decide to go take a nap in our bedroom, only to find that my precious vase that my mother handmade for me was shattered on the ground. I lost my mom as a teen and it was one of the last handmade items I have from her. I immediately knew it was the boys because there were toys inside my room and their tablet was on my bed. Oof. See, I'm sorry. I'm still not on this person. I'm not on this person's side. I don't know, man. That's horrible. But this again, this is she should have picked it up, knowing that the mom isn't taking care of them. Yeah, the mom's not paying kids. attention. Lock your door if you don't want them in. <clears throat> she should have put it, put the vase away. Like I, it's her house. I know. Yeah. But already they're drawing on the the wall and they're peeing on the couch. The mom's not paying attention. You know that. And she's letting the kids run wherever they want. They're going to end up in your room. You know that. My room is off limits. You put the shit away or lock your fucking door. So I'm still not. Like, this is... This would piss me off. But I'm just saying she's been seeing warning signs all over the place. And you you could have put the vase somewhere else. If I were to take somebody in, let's just say like a family member or or somebody had needed a place to stay. And we were like, oh, you can stay here. The first rule out of my mouth would be, 
This room is off limits. I need to be the fuck away from you people. This is my sanctuary. You leave me the fuck alone. When I close the door behind me, I don't want to hear anything. No, don't ask me. I am dead to you. You're dead to me. When I go in this room, it is. It doesn't exist. You see a door at the end of a hallway. You you, you know that's the door you don't open because that's where I fucking stay. This woman should have set those boundaries. Like this is my bedroom. She shouldn't have had to either. I mean, this mom yeah, but just doesn't toddlers. pay attention to these fucking kids. Yeah, they're kids. This, it, this is the mom's fault. This yeah, is you're the... right. So I was so angry, I ended up calling my husband, explaining the situation, and told him that they would not stay another day in our house, no questions asked. Then I went around the house, picking up their dirty clothes, toys, papers, etc., and threw them outside onto our lawn. <gasps> oh, no. When they came back, there was, she was waiting for this moment. Yeah. They, she was waiting to get rid of these people. It sounds like from the time they showed up. So when they came back, there was a huge confrontation between me and them. I listed all the disrespectful things they'd done in that because they'd met none of the conditions outlined when they first moved in. I wanted them off my property by midnight. I called their kids untrained dogs. Oh, my God. They screamed back, calling me heartless, heartless, cruel, evil, saying I'd make them homeless and a piece of shit. Well, they did end up leaving after I threatened to call the cops. The husband is fully on my side, but I can tell he feels a little bad. My mother-in-law called me upset, asked me to take them back in after I forced them to sleep in their car last night. Am I the asshole? Why is mother-in-law not taking them in? You care so much. You're calling because you don't because you're outsourcing the problem. I completely changed my mind, man. She's an asshole. I don't like. She this is an bitch. asshole. Yeah, I don't like her either. You, they're, they're, I'm on her side for a couple minute things, but uh, this is all on her. Yeah, completely all on her. Like you, you agreed with your husband to help them out, and you brought them into the house. You didn't move any of your things and make it childproof, knowing these are small children and they fucking get into everything. They get into everything, and, and you know you don't watch them. And they're not being watched, and still you're not moving things around. Things are getting broken. This is all on you, man. She's an asshole. Then yeah. she threw their stuff outside. Yeah, anything could have happened. All their shit could have been damaged. Oh my god! Um, and stolen. they called them dogs. Like no, you call their children dogs. I mean, she went to the <laughs> next level on this one, man. I mean, wow, I've never changed my mind so quickly. <laughs> she is on some shit. She didn't yeah. like these people at all. She only went around with it because her husband wanted them in there. And I guess you know the husband's like, what, whatever. They're just fucking kids, you know. He's probably we'll, we'll take. I don't like the fact that these kids are just going around and the people that they brought into the home should have been way more respectful of the Hell home that's yeah. not theirs and more grateful and appreciative of what was going on and maybe like tell your kids like no you stayed next to me the whole time we're in this house they're doing us a favor you my respect God. their house when we stayed at my dad's house like we all like, we, we never did anything we, we stuck to yeah. our areas and we didn't bother them like it yeah. was just they didn't, didn't, you wouldn't even know we were there no I was constantly freaking cleaning every time they freaking left the house. Like, I just, like, I don't know. And then the house closed, and we got the fuck out of there, man. I was, like, I was sleeping in an empty house waiting for the furniture and then being in that bitch another second. But, no, she's definitely an asshole. She overreacted. uh, She called her kids dogs and insulted them, and it's, like... I don't like her at all. What if these people came back and were, like, hey, you know, oh, I'm sorry you're home early today. We went to the store. Our our kids broke your vase. We're very sorry. We bought you this. And And they went out and got her. Maybe that's where they went. And they come back and all their shit's on the lawn and they were trying to make it right. They were trying to be sweet or do something. Who knows? They're not the right way to react, man. She's a fucking asshole. Definitely. Yeah. She's a complete asshole. I don't, I don't like this bitch. That was a good one. Yeah. No. That that pissed, that pissed me off. For the first time in history, you've turned it, around it's, and agreed she, with she's, me. She's a complete asshole and the mother of those kids yeah. is also an asshole because you're not paying attention to your children at all. Let's just say the mother of the one too. It, and yeah, for not taking them in. Like, hey, this you is, need to take them in. You wait. know what? They're all assholes except for the husband. I like, but wait, mom-in-law, you're calling me from a cell phone, right? Yeah. Well, where are you? Oh, I'm at my house. Okay, there you go. You have a home. Take them in yourself, bitch. 
Yeah. I exactly. I mean, I don't understand why it has to be certain people's problems. That's why I set the bar very fucking low, man. <laughs> With me, like people, no one would ever fucking come to me looking for any kind of help because you know you're not going to get it. Yeah. My circle is very small, very fucking small, where it's like more like a triangle, it's not even a circle. So, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like, there's very fucking few people in my entire 41 years almost now of life that I actually would have extended an open door to. Mm-hmm. Like, you can come here and spend a you know, whatever, but... I mean, that that's huge. You have to take that as like, a, oh my God, this person actually cares about me, so I'm going to respect their shit. So, everyone's wrong here, you know, so... What do you got planned for the next couple of days? I'll probably just uh, stick with Ray Donovan, and uh, I'll start watching Big Brother tomorrow. And that's that's about it. You're going to continue with Yellowstone, right? Yes, uh, I don't know what the... I'm watching Southland. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Is, Stop Is that another show you got to watching? I mean, I already got three on my list now that I got to watch, so... What's the, what's the third thing? Ray Donovan, the Ray other Donovan. show, and I got Southland. I got the other With two Southland shows. Cruel, Cruel Summer? Yeah, and I got the other two Southlands to watch. So, I mean, what the hell? The I got Southland two... 1998 and Southland 1746 or some shit. I got those two to watch. Doctor Death is going to be... I'm going to see if he can keep the streak alive. I think I'm five episodes in now. And he's killed someone by some means in each episode. I think we might have the new Dolph. I think it's going to be... Doc, I think Doctor Death is going to be the new Dolph here. So, uh, I'm going to be watching Southland, and I don't know what else... <laughs> Hanging out, just working, being a miserable human being, and uh, just trying to oh, you're, get through um, the days. You're, oh, what is this scary movie that you like? It, it's HD on, on my website that just came with the red door. Some, something the Insidious. Red, yeah, that's HD now if you wanted to watch that, because I know yeah. you said it was too dark last I time. I didn't really care for it last I'll oh, give okay. it a shot. All right, fine. I'm going to watch that and give it a proper review on Friday. Yeah. And hopefully, I'm, I'm really liking Southland. I'm, it's, it's Tuesday. There's only like 30-something episodes for the series. There's a really good chance I can knock this one out before Friday's episode. I don't think I will, but there's a good chance. I mean, Oh, before it Friday, you think? It depends. It Holy depends how good this show gets. And I am determined to see Blondie, man. I'm determined to get the little cowgirl. Yeah. I am very determined. So other than that, I got nothing else. We'll see you guys Friday. Let me know where you can find us. You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com.